This week, it's a twist on one of the oldest known games, plus another twist of a style, but this time intentional in a world twister. It's Friday, February 25th. Time to insert a token of play. Welcome to Insert Token to Play. I'm John, sitting here with my typical player too, my little brother James. How are we doing, Jimbo? I'm doing pretty good. Things are good in the world. I'm not happy that it's still snowing in where we live, but, you know, some sunshine and spring will show up eventually, right? I mean, you got like a winter sweater, like Christmas sweater on with a snowflake and some reindeer, so I don't know if that's intentional, but your attire speaks otherwise. I mean, that that is true. I just didn't feel like wearing a collared shirt today. <laughs> I will say, though, it's the snow I like, where it's like the big flakes, and it's kind of picturesque. That is true. Versus like the negative degrees we've been seeing is freezing, but, you know, it's nice nice to watch, at least, but it won't be fun in the morning when we get a shovel. That's true. But it does give you an excuse to stay inside and play games like uh, Really Bad Chess. <laughs> there you go. By Zach Gage. Really bad chess is just like chess, but with totally random pieces. Try eight knights, four bishops, three pawns. Why not? This is a less intimidating, tongue-in-cheek take on the classic game to ease our mistakes and take away the memorization. John, what do you think? I really liked it. I traditionally really like chess. I mean, there's like a daily mode, daily challenge yep. mode, and... I I did it every day, and I really, like, it gave me, like, hey, I'm going to pop it open. I'm going to do the daily challenge. I really liked how you really had to consider – you had you almost had to, like, look at your board and consider what you had versus the traditional knowing what you had mm-hmm. and thinking about how I can use different things in different ways. And honestly, like, what is my strength right now? And it honestly made me learn new appreciation – for some pieces that I traditionally haven't used. That is saying something good. Right. I, I, it was the knights for me. Oh, that's my problem piece too. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, so yeah. you found yourself using them a lot? I, I or had just... to use right, them yes, a lot because they, they are the ones that typically replace the pawns in the front line. It seemed like it was either a knight or a bishop. And so you had to use them as your first line. And I'm like, I'm awful at planning on where these go and how to navigate them. So I had to learn how to be better with them for better or for worse. You talked about the daily challenge, and I'm going to jump back to that before you move on. I tried it a lot of days, not every day, but there was only one day where I felt super accomplished. I think I finished it in like 13 or 15 moves, and I'm like, this is great. This is going to be <laughs> awesome. And then I pull up the leaderboard for globally, and someone figured it out in seven. There are a bunch of nines. I'm like, I'm still feeling really good about this. I don't care if I'm not perfect. 13 is pretty good. Thirteen's pretty good. I think my I think my best one was probably eighteen. Oh, all right. So you did you did you beat me there. That was my one good one. Every other one was easily forties or fifties. I will say one time I lost in like eight and I was like one of those two were Oh, I had nothing that could cover that and I just kind of forgot what pieces I had. I lost in five, don't worry. <laughs> Good. All right, so you won better than I did, but you also lost worse than I did. It was so. it was crazy. Just the the queen and the bishop just moved perfectly into place, and that was I think my biggest struggle. How you talked about how it made you think so differently for me, it was just such a twist on chess of having different pieces available right away and how they interacted. 
like my style of chess just didn't interact with it very well. And so it became a struggle a lot of days of just figuring out how to get a little better in this different playtime. It kind of almost played into my strategy. I tend to be a little more aggressive and I try to force people into spots Mm. and having almost more weapons. I think that's the best way to put it because you had a lot less pawns, right? And to me, the pawns aren't really weapons, right? No. So having a lot more weapons, it allowed me to be a little bit more aggressive to begin with. So that was interesting. And again, making me like, I literally have to use these pieces because I got umpteen million of them on my board. Yeah. And then figuring out of trading the pieces I don't care about mm-hmm. for the pieces that I think they care about. Right. Which is very different when you're playing a computer versus playing an opponent. Yeah, because I would have argued the computers liked their knights the most. I feel like those were the pieces that were moved most frequently and used to get into position more than anything. I would have said the rooks would have been their least favorite piece based on my play experience. Yeah, actually, I think I completely, yeah, I would agree with you. And I don't think it's because they just didn't have a lot of them. They just didn't seem to utilize them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Normally, I would think that you'd put those on a relatively even playing field with the bishop, since they just move as many spaces in one line, and you get four options. And in this case, I I, I don't think that was the case, so that was interesting for me. Did you do many of the other modes? I did a lot of ranked play. I did some free play, but not too much after I realized it was basically I could play at any level I wanted to that I achieved in ranked play. Mm -hmm. And I did the daily play. I don't know if there was another one beyond that. Yeah, I I did the daily play every day, right? I. I only replayed it if I lost, but then yeah, I did the rank play. I tried. I kind of tried them all. It was yeah. it was two thing, and okay. I don't know. <laughs> I I didn't actually go back and verify this, but I was starting to question if I downloaded the wrong one because oh. there were ads. Oh, interesting. I don't remember seeing that at all. So I feel like I didn't download the Apple Arcade one but because you the normal one. Yeah, because I was playing. I mean. I'm assuming it's the exact same gameplay because obviously we it didn't. sounds like it. Right. But I would, after the daily challenge, I'd get an ad and I'm like, this can't, uh, this can't be right. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping since you didn't see them that I just downloaded the wrong one. Yeah. Because for an Apple arcade game to have ads, like, uh, shouldn't happen. I never saw an ad. Okay, and I, I think you grabbed the wrong one somehow. <laughs> well, at least this time it was the same game. Yes. I just got the wrong version. Yeah, you were back to an HR. <laughs> <laughs> the HR hiring type thing. Yeah, I'm glad I downloaded that one in front of you. Oh, my gosh. That would have been a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, good good news is right, same game, just wrong version. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that worked well. Yeah, you, you talked about the the mode I played, and I think about ranked play is the one that I probably spent the most time in. I I feel like I don't know if the rank level actually works out how it's intended to, because I feel like I win one and I jump up eight, and then I lose just terribly. But I go down two, and I play the next one, and I win in you know twenty moves or twenty five moves on a good one, and then I go up another six, and then I get just smoked. That's probably where I got my five move <laughs> loss. Right. And then I went down two, and then I win. I'm like, I'm moving up way faster than I feel like I should. Like, there was a win that I had that felt like a really competitive game. Like, if you have told me we moved 100 times each, I would fully believe you. Honestly, if you would say 200 times, I'd probably still believe you. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is probably the level I'm supposed to be at. And that was like 42 or 43. And I'm like, this is good. And then I played a couple more, and I kept getting that. And now I think I'm sitting around 55, and I'm like... I don't know if this is right. <laughs> I don't know how high the rank necessarily stretches. And so that was a, a moment for me to really think about. 
I didn't play the ranked enough to be able to quantify ah. quantify your number. I'd say, but I did enjoy the daily challenge. Yeah, and maybe doing the rank would be more interesting. I would like to try to play again, mm-hmm. and then honestly play real chess. Just to see how it feels. Oh, gosh. It's such a different feeling. Like, I can't even imagine looking at the chessboard I have one behind me as we're recording of what it would be like to go back to playing with pawns in the front and two of all the pieces. No. We we would have to play the Jurassic Park one that I got oh, your husband yes. for Christmas because the pieces just looked awesome. And I don't think he really plays chess, but it don't doesn't. matter because it's dinosaurs. And he loves all things Jurassic Park. So. Right. But dinosaur chess, right? Mm-hmm. It just makes sense. That would be fun. Maybe we got to like interact with all the pieces so we can have a bunch of random ones. Well, I think we, yeah, we take like three or four boards and we make our own version of it and put all the pieces in a bag and pick it out. <laughs> yeah. And that's what you get. I know in my luck, you'd get like four queens again and I would just have all little like you'd have all rap- the pawns, yeah, baby raptors or whatever. <laughs> yes. Yeah, nothing good. Good luck to you making it through that one. <laughs> that's good. So overall, I. Mm, I have a lot of mixed feelings about this. I I love the concept. I think it's an incredibly smart twist on chess. The gameplay worked really nicely, even the little stylings of changing your board colors. But I found myself putting in so much thought. Chess, to me, already has a lot of strategy. And when you totally reshape the board, when you're trying to be like, okay, well, they haven't gotten access to this piece yet. It's just pawns. And now suddenly, well, there's a knight in my back row after three turns. Uh, I... I found it just being a little bit more overwhelming of a strategy game style that just was a bit too much for me. That said, there were times that I definitely enjoyed it. I'm glad I picked it up and tried it. I don't know how much frequently I'll continue to do that. If you like chess, you would love this game. Yeah, that's that's a good way to explain right? that. The kind of stuff that you said you didn't like is the stuff I really liked. Oh right? my gosh! Right? <laughs> I love I love the strategy. I love the mixing situations. I like looking for different opportunities to play stuff. I will say I don't see myself like sitting down and playing like six, six, seven, eight. Honestly, I won't even see myself playing two games unless mm-hmm. I lose because then it gets in my head. Right. But that's why I like the daily challenge. It just hit me so well. Like I sit down, I play a game, and I I feel good about myself regardless. And I see myself keeping kind of doing that. That is a big compliment. I would rather do this type of puzzle game than some of the other puzzle games we've seen. I think just the, it's like the short burst of strategy that I really enjoy. So <laughs> This is your wordle, huh? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, there's no spelling. <laughs> Gotta love that. Um, maybe maybe I'll get the one that doesn't have ads. Oh, yeah. I think so. I, I'm going to say I'm going to delete this one and oh. then download the real one. Is that a good way to put it? So good, you're going to re-download it. Right, yeah, it. perfect. Good. <laughs> yeah, so again, if you love chess, for sure, give it a try, um, even just to mix it up. Our second game this week is Winding Worlds from Co-op. You're far from home and you're not sure how you got here, but you do know one thing. It's your calling to help your friends however you can, even when they're not being cooperative. John, this game had a lot of feelings in it. How are you feeling about it? Uh, strange. And I'd almost say te- tedious, maybe. Mm. Maybe that's not the perfect world for it. I'd also say kind of creative. Yeah, I appreciate it. Simple mechanics. A nice looking game. I enjoyed how they could use the same mechanics and create different 
opportunities. Different puzzles every time. Different puzzles. But with that said, with the tedious, it kind of just felt repetitive for me. But that didn't mean there wasn't stuff I, I didn't like. The first time, I mean, moving the worlds around, it's like, okay, right? The weird worm guy, okay. <laughs> yep. But the first time that you had to move stuff around, like move wires around, and then you had to like basically do some type of power circuit to get the windmill going, or Robert, Bort, Robart. Or Robart, I yeah, think, yeah. Yeah, like that. So there, the mixing of like those type of mini puzzles, like the game to me, it was built around like, twisting the world but the thing i like the most were those little mini puzzles yeah i mean that doesn't surprise me at all knowing how much of a fan you are of a lot of those puzzle games <laughs> right yeah okay true the, when, when you talk about the tediousness and kind of the controls and things to me this feels like a game that was designed to be played on the apple tv not necessarily on a phone or anything, but to use the little touchpad that exists on it with a simple up, down, and left oh, and right motion. Okay. I feel like that would be captured really well in that sense. And then you could just push the button to, to click it. Because like you, I, I definitely ran into a couple of problems with lining up perfectly. I felt like my bigger struggles were when I was trying to get Willow to the right spot around the world to like talk to someone. Yeah, I just kept on overshooting a little, and then when I tried to undershoot it back, I just went all the way back around. Especially when you'd have to shift it one way and they would literally like fold in or fold out. Yes. And you're like, they're right there. Just, just they're right there. Accept it. It's good enough. Right. Or there's one that was like, it was like a flashlight in like, there's like kind of like ghosts, like kind of spirits, I guess you'd yeah. say, like kind of deal. Like that one is just like, come on, come on. It's right there. Mm-hmm. It just line up. Um, Did you have a puzzle? Or a world that you liked the best? Ooh, uh, yes. My favorite of the worlds was the clock world with mm-hmm. the old lady. I just thought it was such an intuitive use of the world space and the mechanic of shifting up and down and using the clock. Granted, the clock didn't go in order, which I guess kind of fit with the lady having a questionable memory. <laughs> right. But I, I just thought that was so neat. And then it had a couple of the smaller puzzles mixed in, but I, I just really enjoyed that one. That was actually one of the ones I enjoyed as well. It almost felt like, not really picking a lock, but some of the times like turning it, yeah. it felt almost like you're picking a lock or doing a safe thing. And of all the puzzles, that's the one that felt most intuitive with the switching. Like mm-hmm. I said, I, I enjoyed the other ones where you, you'd kind of shift and stuff would slide almost like gears. But that one was the most one, to me, felt the most like my actions were actually mimicked mm-hmm. on the screen. Yeah, because there were other ones like the bubble one that felt really tough for me to kind of navigate through exactly, though there was a lot to say about just rolling around and popping all the bubbles that kept showing up. (laughs) That was just almost as relaxing as bubble wrap. Or those pop-it things. Oh, yes. Whatever those things are. I don't know. My kids got like four of them. They love them. Whatever works. (laughs) Did you end up finishing the game? I did. I liked that it was uh, relatively short. I'd say I finished in two, two and a half hours of total playtime. And I, I was okay with that. I must have been pretty close then. I didn't quite get to the end, but uh, I was around the couple hour mark because I wanted to definitely get through the puzzles and see the extent of how they applied those mechanics. Uh, see, not getting to the end means you miss the big message of the whole game, which I'm going to have to spoil. <laughs> right. I was going to say, you can go ahead and spoil. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to do spoilers. But the the whole concept is... Willow, you, the character, are always helping other people, and so you're just burning yourself out. And so if you don't do things to necessarily take care of yourself along the way, you're just going to collapse and not really be able to kind of function. So 
it's kind of that that mindset of you're a person who likes to help others, but sometimes you have to help yourself first so you can keep helping other people as well. Mm. It hits home for me really hard because I'm definitely one of those people that tries to help others before I help myself. It's something I've been working on for years still struggle with and this feels like a braggy thing to say and i'm just going to accept that it's kind of a <laughs> braggy thing to say but it's just it's just kind of the way that that i i work by default and so hearing that in a game it it just really resonated and i think that's why this game just you know i'd say in a way it means so much to me that i got to experience it between the writing and the overall concept of the story the the things they talked about fear anxiety loss it's incredibly relevant for such an odd puzzle game to actually have some type of meaning, yeah. I think that was pretty interesting, especially if how it started. Like the story started off so weird. And so I'm like, weird. James, what did you get us into, man? <laughs> like there's like this like worm and there's like black holes and they're like I just remember the first achievement was like you got a job without applying. Like it had all it like it had these little funny quirky things. I'm like, what did you get us into? And then when you kind of step back and look at what the game was doing, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, there was some emotional stuff and there was, you know, the characters were actually pretty interesting and in how they tied to the world. And they weren't the, even like I talked to, we talked that Robert or whatever. Yeah. Like, it was a windmill. Right. And then, like you said, you had these kind of goofy people that you interacted with and their world reflected what their attitude was almost. Mm-hmm. And it was like, wow, there's actually a lot of thought in here to the story. But for me, it was still like it kind of felt over and over, but there's a lot there that I, was, I could appreciate. Yeah, and that's that's okay. Sometimes that's what those games are. I think that was part of the value for me of it being so short. Even though it was repetitive, I picked it up and I did one of the worlds. It took me... 15 minutes and then I could put it down and start the next one and, and still struggle to figure out, okay, does up and down help me more? Does left and right help me more? Which one? And just kind of go through all of those stories. I also, I also got to say, I, I enjoyed the message at the end, at the end credits, they had a nice acknowledgement for like the indigenous peoples and the lands that they're kind of existed on. And I just always enjoy that kind of recognition of, of things like that. Not something that they ever have to do, but having it in there fits a lot with my kind of viewpoints on things, and I'm I'm on board with that. I wonder if the development group has any ties. Oh, that's a good question. To them, you know, if there's something more, something they do more often. Because I'm guessing, just for how polished the game was, mm-hmm. it's probably not their first game. It's probably not like the chess game where it's like the one dude <laughs> yeah. doing it, right? So I'm guessing they're more of a group. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. They had a lot of cool visuals, and the the graphics were consistent and really nice with that. So that's a good viewpoint on that. The transitions were clean, too. Like, for me, the thing I notice, like, especially if games that seem to be more polished, they're actually more polished with the transitions and how Mm -hmm. they kind of keep you going, I think is the best way to put it. And, And to me, it felt like everything transitioned really well. It did. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, those extra little thoughts and details show off a little bit of experience. Yeah, I like where you're going with this. This is putting good thoughts in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Just a different viewpoint, we'll say. Different viewpoint. Yeah, and that's a good thing to have. So so I I want to know your overall take on this. How do you feel? There's a lot there that I appreciated. I think if we weren't doing this, I'm not sure I would have got past the first couple minutes. Mm Mm-hmm. It just didn't hit home for me in the sense of I didn't enjoy the mechanics too much. Like I said, I learned to appreciate some of the puzzles. 
but it was just kind of like kind of weird right away and the puzzles didn't super appeal to me. I didn't finish it and I was pretty close, right? Right. So I would I would say like if you're a hardcore puzzle type person and you want something easy to pick up and down, sure. It's just not my cup of tea. I didn't really enjoy it that much. I think you're right that the mechanics were just okay. They suited kind of what they were trying to accomplish. An easy play along, swipe along. A lot of ages can get access to this no problem and, and experience their whole story arc. But the story arc is really what won me over. And that, that made a huge difference for me, especially for a game that is not the typical game I would think of for us as a story-driven game. This isn't that style that works. And for me, the fact that they did that makes it stand out a little bit more for me. Will I argue this is one of my favorite games? Will it make a top five list at the end of the year? <laughs> yeah, right. Probably not. But I would say better than average by far from my experience. All right, time to roll the randomizer and see what games we're going to try out before playing a little longer next week. All right, looks like we're going to try Operator 41 by Shifty Eye Games. That looks like a spy game. Oh, that's a good guess. Yeah. So I got to tell you, I had my kids try to play the Lost City that we reviewed last week. Yeah. Because you were talking about the Zen mode. So I thought, perfect. The kids can die a lot. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Try their backflips. It'll be good. Right. And uh, again, just giggles. Like, purposely trying to flip and run into stuff. Oh, that sounds so right. Right? I tried to, like, challenge my son of, like, hey, how far can you get? And uh, he just wanted to see how many flips he could do in there. <laughs> and then my daughter would just keep tapping it. <laughs> just just a mess of it. Oh, my gosh. That's fantastic. Okay. Oh, and the Apple Arcade version this week? Yeah, make sure you grab that one, let alone <laughs> if there is another one. Yeah, I only see the one, so that makes it easy. Yeah. I'm not going to lie about this last week or these last two weeks. I'm glad that we had shorter games that didn't take up as much time because I have spent a lot of time playing Pokemon Legends Arceus. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. I I have been enjoying so much of that game, and I'm going to keep enjoying it for quite a while, I feel <laughs> like. Well, that's good. Yeah, I mean, we're playing it too, right? We're not definitely playing as much. Be- we got to beat Luigi's Mansion 3, oh, I yeah. told him, so... We're we're on like the last floor of that before Boo, so we're pretty close. So we've been trading, and we play about once or twice a week. So we haven't been grinding that much, but honestly, we've been enjoying the trading. I, oh, I, I told you about this. I think so. So I think I told you we had like a a licky like a licky licky. Yeah, we had like a level sixty something, which we can't use. We're not high enough rank. Yeah, but it did get thrown into a fight one time, and like it finally just started fighting oh thank goodness right so we we end up winning but anyways so i'm like i'm like hey, let's let's trade it so we traded down to like a 27 mm-hmm. and i was like let's now nah, let's see what happens so we end up working up so now we got like a level 85 guy oh all right so we went all the way down to 27 and we worked our way all the way up to like an 85 guy so again still can't use it yep our pokedex is expanding though because we keep getting all these random all people the we can't get in yet yep. yeah so that's been pretty interesting, but definitely, again, unusual, yeah. unusable, but it's it's just a fun concept. Yeah, why not? You get to keep on seeing a bunch of new people pop up on the screen. I tried it after you told me we don't have Nintendo Switch online, so I can't oh, do the random trades. Dang. So I just get to live vicariously through you Got on it. those. Well, I'll keep, like, we, that's like the first thing we do every time we play. We go see what we can trade oh, for. Oh, my gosh. Someone amazing. offered us a level 100 guy. Oh. And we tried, and, like, they, they want to do it. They, yeah. Dang. <laughs> oh well 
maybe we can do a local trade sometime so you can get a little taste of it. Yeah, I got a bunch of Eevees for you. Yeah, he would love that. Mm-hmm. He would love the Eevees. You can Did you get, get all the of bug them. one yet? No, I haven't seen the bug one. I don't even know if it exists in the Google Pokedex. It. That's what I thought. Well, check, check it out because I'm pretty sure there is. I mean, th- they need to do an Eevee for every type. I think so. A ghost, no, a steel would be interesting. I was amazing. pretty sure there was. Ooh, a steel would be interesting. I love this music already. Now that we're transitioning into the game. Yeah, like I said, it looks like a spy game. I can't. Already sold. I was like, you hit it on the head right away. Well, Operator 41, it sounds like a very classic style entry. Mm-hmm. Spy v. Spy. Yeah, that's what it's really feeling like in this one. I was wondering if it was going to be like a Get Smart or a James Bond. Oh, Get Smart, yeah, that's a good call. There's a lot of good ones out there. Get the uh, shoe phone going. Hmm, Yes. The the cone of cone of silence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see the original or just the Steve Carell one? I think I just saw the Steve Carell. I probably watched a couple of the original episodes or something with Dad growing yeah, I was up. Say, I remember watching when they were a kid. But yeah, I would. I my best memory is the Steve Carell one for sure. Are you into the game yet? I am into the game. I just hit the play button, and now I get to figure out what on earth is going on here. It's, it's very like a sneaky game. It's got like a very grainy type look there's like a board that we can move on which brings me back to other games that we've played like this where we kind of have the control of how quick we can move or how slow we move so i wonder if there's like a pathway and we're just gonna have to keep on timing it oh yeah basically you can't be seen mm-hmm. oh, boy. oh boy oh boy did you get in the room and try to click to the left and he started going around everywhere right yeah and well he walked right past the cop oh i just got spotted Oh, it just reset me back to the beginning. Right. Okay, that's nice. Oh, oh, oh. Turn around, dude. That is a wide Turn flashlight. Turn around, dude. Oh. There we go. The second room is really throwing me. I just can't get past. Oh, there we go. I do. Oh, oh shoot. <laughs> I, I, was still, I thought I was still on the first screen, so I was tapping. I was there, and then I fell apart. Just got caught. Oh, good. I made it this time. I made it to the phone. John, did you make it to the phone? Yeah, I'm in the fourth room. Oh, my gosh. Stop showing off. <laughs> I can only beat you in like non-multiplayer games, apparently. It's just it's just how it works, I guess. <laughs> do, 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 do. I'm, I'm waiting for like something to kick in that is not just this. I'm very confused. I grabbed a plant. And I threw it. I don't know if that plant helped me or not, though. Oh, I have to get past both of them? Turn around. Turn around the other way. Don't turn to me. No! John, I'm so bad at spying. (laughs) (laughs) I would argue this isn't spying, but now it's not letting me move. That's a problem. Oh, that is a problem. Are you stuck in a pathway you shouldn't be? I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out how I could use that planter. I think you you gotta get the, you gotta get the guards off the uh, off their path. Oh, do I like hit them with it? I mean, it's basically a sound and it gets them moving. Okay, I made it, John. I finally made it through the third room. Yay, Jimbo! I have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you thinking as you get a first glimpse into this one? Um, 
I I mean, I obviously like that it's a, a spy game, but I'm waiting for it to like give me something more. I have no idea why I'm even doing what I'm doing. Right? Why are we walking through this? Oh gosh, I'm gonna have to use the planter in this one. Don't turn to me. Don't turn. <laughs> go 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 go! Run to the phone. I don't know if that's what I needed. Okay. It sure looks like I'm making another distraction. This is interesting. <laughs> this design is weird. They kind of feel like ghosty, grayscaley, and right. And I, mean, I guess that kind of gives it an oldie classic feel, right? Right. I guess. I guess we'll find out. I'm waiting to see what else they introduce. Yeah. What other mechanics do you think there will be other than just throwing a plant that I still don't know what it does? <laughs> 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 Who knows? That'll do it for this week. Thanks for listening. If you like what you're hearing, leave us a review on iTunes or your podcast medium of choice. Plus, we're on Patreon. You can support us by visiting patreon.com forward slash ITTP. And on top of Operator 41, we're also going to give the other side a chance. What games do you think we should take a look at? You can message us on Instagram at insert token to play, or our email is play at insert token to play.com. Thanks for listening, and have a great week. <laughs>